0: Hey, hey, lovelies. What's going on? What's good? It's your girl, Kimmy Michelle, and this is Off the Dome Season Verbal Fellatio on love, spirituality, and everything in between. If you're new to the party, here's a tea. I chat off the dome about things I've experienced, thoughts that cross my mind, and on occasion, I add facts like you might add to catch up on fries. Or I might bring another cook to the fete, but it's mostly a Kimmy thought party over here. And if you know me, know me, then you know that my thoughts can range from funny as all hell to straightforward and wild for the night. I'm a Brooklyn girl. What can I say? Still cool with that? Cool. So Valentine's Day is coming up and your girl is wholly in her feels for a multitude of reasons, but not necessarily just the ones you might think. Hold up. Let me back trap. I'm going to take a quick sip because some of this is a doozy. I'm refreshed now. There we go. So when I think back to when I was growing up, I can remember the day that I decided I wanted to be a mom. I was about 12 years old and I think I was watching a TV show and that's what got me to thinking about it. I feel like it was that episode of the Cosby show. You know, the one where Cliff Huxtable and all the men had a dream that everyone and their mama was pregnant. Remember that one? I think Cliff gave birth to a hoagie or something. And I know we don't talk about Bill Cosby anymore, in many ways with good reason, but the Cosby show? Still ingenious. I'm a big believer of two truths existing in the same space. But anyway, wanting to be a mom. So I remember I went and I got a pillow from off of my bed and I tucked it under my Mickey Mouse giant pajama shirt. I secured it under the boobage a little, turned myself this way and that, looked at myself in the mirror. So this is what I would look like pregnant, huh? I could live with that. And I'd love to have a mini-me running around somewhere someday. Not today, of course, I thought. And I remember rushing to pull the pillow out from under my pajamas because I didn't need anyone else in my family thinking I was getting any ideas. I wasn't trying to be a mom right now, thank you very much. But I always knew I wanted to be a mom. And I always knew I was going to be one, one day. Be married though? Eh, I wasn't so sure about that one. I never once dreamed about my wedding as a child. In fact, the way that a lot of girls daydream about their wedding and things, I daydreamed about being a mom. Or helping people all over the world. Those two things remained consistent all the way to adulthood when of course I did actually become a mom, what does that have to do with anything? Tech time, my darlings. I come in just now to the explanation. Now, if you listen to the last podcast, then you remember me talking about me being a serial monogamist pretty much all of my dating life. You would think that somewhere in there, Valentine's Day would be a thing, because again, always in a relationship, right? <laughs> Silly rabbits. Here's what I remember about Valentine's Day over the years. I remember, and it's crazy because I legit didn't think about this until literally just now. Back in like fifth grade, asking a boy I liked to be my valentine. I gave him a card and everything. And I remember he agreed, but only if we kept it a secret. He didn't want no one getting on him about it. Alright, cool. Fine with that. I didn't want no one all on my snacks Anyway, it was Flatbush, Brooklyn in the early 90s. Who wanted that static? Not I, and it amounted to all of nothing because the minute I mentioned it to my closest friends, at least just one of them, they told someone, and then it got out, and then he denied it for the very reason we had already discussed. So I brushed it off. I don't even think I thought about how much it might have bothered me until later on that year, when I asked my all-year crush, which was different than the Valentine. I think my Valentine question was just practice to work my way up to the real thing. I asked him to be my date to the senior dance and he said yes in the morning and then circled back on the bus that afternoon and told me that he didn't think it was a good idea anymore because his boys found out and got to getting on him, telling him to get someone cuter with hair. For context, and yes, pin this because we'll definitely be talking about this in another episode, I'd lost all of my hair the previous year thanks to alopecia and it had just grown back with a whole lot of steroid treatment and a lot of prayer. It was still pretty short, but I was just grateful to have it. Put me against the rest of the girls in my class, though, with the long hair and the fairer skin, et cetera, et cetera and I just wasn't the ideal. So fine, I was bothered. I told my Aunt Glenn about it when I got home that day. And you're going to hear me talk more about her as we get to know each other better, but you'll probably hear me call her cutie instead. But anyway, that crazy little Bayesian lady went to get our trusty Louisville bat. Pin the bat, trust me, pin the bat. To go and give that boy a piece of her mind, and my poor 10-year-old child had to go and stop her at the door and tell her auntie, it's okay, please, really please, don't go talk to the little boy with a bat in your hand. That's not going to go well. 1991 people, Brooklyn, totally different time, cancer culture warriors, calm down. My aunt, as well as my mom, also went really heavy on the valentine's day gifts that year and they took me out to mcdonald's in our house mcdonald's was whatever we made at home in which case a roundish beef patty with onions and seasoning between two slices of home fried bread the one in the yellow bag the whole wheat one because we didn't eat white bread in our house so going to mcdonald's they must have felt pretty bad for me Valentine's Day had always been a day that my family got my little brother and I gifts, like chocolates and that sort of thing. And it's interesting because for all of my big personality now, I was painfully quiet and shy back in the day, especially after getting shut down twice in one year. So junior high school, of course, yielded not a single solitary attempt for me to get a Valentine. Though it was not due to lack of desire. So y'all ready for some big irony? I had this massive, painful, all-consuming crush starting in 6th grade, all through 7th grade, heading into 8th grade, where it finally began to die down some. And never once did I ever address it, say anything, nothing. My best friend at the time, a fellow Sagittarian writer, she did though. So she went right to that boy and she told him and she had him call me in the middle of the next game. And then the irony, remember I talked about that? Remember how I had talked about my recent ex last time? Guess who finally got to date her crush decades later? This girl. And yes, of course, pin that. I'm going to have to create a virtual pin board for all these pins. But anyway, my family was never short on showing love on Valentine's Day. They always got me and my little brother a card, chocolates, teddy bears, etc. Like I said. But I can't say that I've ever had a really romantic notation to the day though, especially not after that fateful day back in 91. I did have some marginal hope in 97 when I was dating this chocolate Haitian brother that my den dance school bestie had hooked me up with. And I remember it was the only time I ever cut school in my entire life. And I remember this because we agreed that we were going to hook up and have lunch together on Valentine's Day. And I remember everything about that day because regardless of how the relationship ended, it fizzled for a number of reasons. The day itself was super sweet in a way that it could only be between two 10th graders in the mid 90s. I took the bus to, I want to say, Regal Park over there in that area. And we met up in Arby's, literally the only time in my 41 year old existence that I've ever gone there. And he bought me balloons and flowers and a teddy bear. And it turned out that the teddy bear had a secret compartment in the back. And he'd stuck a promise ring in there for me. I'd gotten him a card and a watch. Yes, I was the 15-year-old with a job who could buy watches. And I remember that it rained practically the whole day. So I was so glad I had braids in because, again, rain. I could even tell you what I wore that day. A red corduroy jumper dress. Over a cream rib mock turtleneck with skin tone stockings and black patent leather high heel Mary Janes. I remember other things too, and I will not share them here because not only do I have a future, but on the off chance that my mama has figured out how to listen to podcasts, I'm gonna leave it at the shock of me cutting school to meet a boy. Ma, if you're listening and it makes you feel better, I was the weirdo who went back to school after our late morning date. <laughs> But after that, there weren't much Valentine's Day related things, even when I was in my first real adult relationship with the man who ultimately fathered my child. And in a lot of ways, I remember that I convinced myself that it wasn't a big deal because I wasn't that kind of girl. Remember, I didn't need gifts. I was an acts of service person. Not to mention that Valentine's Day was such a weirdo holiday meant to be capitalistic, blah, blah, blah. And again, Guess who pushed her feelings down and tucked them into that cute old closet, never to be seen or heard until the years passed? This girl. This girl who since childhood had somehow told herself that she couldn't see herself in a long-lasting forever sort of relationship that was romantic, but who knew she was going to be a mom if nothing else. The same girl who, when she first heard the song Love You for Life by Casey and JoJo, burst into unexplainable copious amounts of tears, and did every single time she heard the song, no matter where she was. Have I mentioned yet that I'm not a crier? And so it went all through my dating life into my next serious relationship, the other situationships and pseudo-relationships. Not to be confused with situationships, I will explain the difference, so please feel free to pin Rarely making it to February because your girl gets bored easily. I'm a Venus and Aquarius. Yes, added to the pinned list. And so between that and me being a December Sage, I'm pretty straightforward. If I like you, I really hardcore like you. But baby, if I don't, hard womp, and I'm unapologetic about it. So one of the things that I discovered in my therapeutic sessions over the years, particularly on my spiritual journey, is that there is this small, innate, yet powerful part of me that doesn't believe that love, romantic love, is a thing that will happen for me in this lifetime. And if you're a believer in past lives, it's also my theory that some of it is because of penance I'm making from a past life. And it's okay if you don't believe that too. I'll talk about that specifically another time. But also, my self-esteem was super trash when I was younger, and I've only just in the past few years begun to write the book, so to speak. And that's the thing when you sell yourself a narrative, right? Once you've sold it to yourself, it takes a, a lot of inner work to get rid of that bitch. I comforted myself with giving all the love that I would have wanted for myself to my daughter, to my family on those days. The same way that my family had always managed to make sure I had a gift every single year. In a lot of ways, there's a part of me that believes that the love I got from my family was the first true and unconditional love I've ever received. I mean, we have gone through some shit, my family and I. But there has never, ever been a time that I can think of that when we have needed something, even if it was just reassurance, that my family hasn't shown up for me. Perhaps that's the love I've been seeking that I can't seem to replicate yet. I'm going to sit with that. But all of that to say that Valentine's Day has been just a day for me, for a number of reasons, not which not the least of which of the ones I've already mentioned. And I know that there are a lot of people who say the same thing for maybe similar reasons, but they might say instead, nah, that's my commercial, or there are other ways to show love, or my favorite, I'm simple, I don't need all that. To which I say to you, okay, cool, but if someone thought to do something special for you on Valentine's Day, you're going to turn it down or nah stick with that sit with it fast forward to february fourteenth, 2014 otherwise known to me as the day they buried my grandma so gran that's what we called her was a different kind of grandma a bayesian most of my caribbean family that lives in the states is from barbados but the bigger and much more prominently known side of my family is trinidadian Grand was a true no-holes-bars, do-not-make-me-have-to-go-and-get-this-bat-from-behind-the-washing-machine sort of woman. Ah, yes, the bat. <laughs> so, super quick story time, because I'm going to elaborate more on the hair part, lost part of my life another time, but at the height of me losing 90% of my hair, there was an incident with my wig in the lunchroom on the first day of school that was pretty damn traumatic. My younger brother found out and told my grandmother. Grand brought us home because we lived across the street from the school, sat us down with the snack, and went behind the washing machine for the bat, telling me to eat my food when I asked questions. Because, really, a bat with half a handle at three in the afternoon and you go into the school, who else is it not going to ask? She made her way back up to the school to ask her own questions. Now, I will be honest here. I don't know what happened that first day other than the principal telling her pretty pointedly that she could not threaten nine-year-olds with a bat, even if she wasn't planning on using it and was just protecting her granddaughter. And I only know this because I ear-hustled the conversation between her and my cutie and my mother. I also know that my mother was soundly overridden about getting rid of the bat because if you remember, the bat was my aunt's preferred method of communication as well. The bat came with my grandmother for the remainder of the week to and from school but this was how she loved. She carried a big stick literally and there was nothing that she wouldn't do for my little brother and I and I mean nothing and she was 4'11", 125 pounds soaking wet on a bloated day. Gran was one of the first examples of Unconditional love that I'd ever encountered And so I guess in a way It was only fitting that she was laid to rest On a declared day of love Then there's my cousin February 14th 2022 So my cousin was the baby Of the Bayesian family A jokester He could bring you to tears of laughter And he was the life of the party Him, my little brother My older cousins And I, I was the oldest quite literally grew up together amongst customs and countries the last post I remember seeing from him he was showing his two babies how to build a dresser from wood he was a woodsmith made the most beautiful creations and had opened his own store of his creations so imagine my surprise when I woke up that day mentally preparing myself for the day having a feeling that something was off outside of the usual, this is just another day, but also my grandmother was buried eight years ago today, when I got a message from my cousin, his sister, that he had passed away. Did I also mention that I found out I didn't get cast in a major show that would have propelled my career forward three hours after that? Valentine's Day last year? It was rough. I remember laying down at my ancestral altar, And saying, yo, if y'all don't want me to ever celebrate Valentine's Day, just say that. I miss my cousin. I miss my grandma and I really miss my cousin. That's what I have on that. I don't want to make this too deep or somber or anything like that. That wasn't really my intention. But, you know, I thought it was important to note that V-Day hits me different. And it's not just about me being single on a day of love. There's layers to this. But also because, despite it all, I love love. I love seeing people in true love. I love seeing love. I have an affinity for having... Like, I love seeing gay black men in love. It's so weird. And one day I'll explain why. Because I know that was random. And it's really not that weird but I don't want to stray too far off topic. I just love seeing people in love. I really do. I also love seeing proposals on Valentine's Day. Maybe it's just the wistfulness of seeing people in love on a day that's dedicated to love, commit to love forever. It's a thing for me. And it's not everyone, because I can usually feel in my gut when something is off when I see certain people together. And my gut has yet to be wrong. So it's not just random. But I love love and I love seeing people in love. All of that to say, Valentine's Day has consistently been a weird, sometimes somber day for me. But I'm a Sagittarius, and we are a naturally optimistic sort of people. But also, I can finally see my wedding day. It's as clear as day, like crystal clear. And much like me quickly putting the pillow back so no one will see, I don't share my wedding vision. This one is sacred, and it's just for me. But I'm looking forward to that day and to the Valentine's Day that's about romantic love for me. Also, my niece had said I have to go outside and accept well-screened applications so that I can actually have a Valentine's Day that's romantic. But I don't know about that yet. I tried a dating app and so far it's been a flaming out mess of commentary about my body parts. Catfishing. For the record, you cannot be a catfish and be quote-unquote from Barbados. My family knows everyone and everyone knows my family there, so. And other sets of shenanigans. But who knows? Maybe something else will shake itself loose. I'm being patient this time. At least now that I know what I want. The Facebook group is live now, so be sure to click the links in the comments so that you can join the off-top conversation in our private Facebook group where we get into the things about the things. Till next time me Morris Like the on the face of this earth. From the Just the body you I want more.